Welcome to the Dr. Berg Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast. Now your host, the man taking your health to a whole new level, Dr. Eric Berg. So today I want to increase your awareness on the term subclinical. Okay, so let's define what subclinical means. It's a condition where you have very few, if any, symptoms and no clinical findings. That means you go to the doctor, get a blood test, everything comes out normal. Okay? Whereas a clinical disease, you have symptoms and you have clinical findings. You get a blood test, you find out some problem on your blood test. What I want to tell you is that a lot of health problems, especially the ones right here, diabetes, hypothyroidism, adrenal disease, kidney disease, and especially liver disease, start out as a subclinical problem and then transition into a clinical issue. So you have the beginning of a liver problem or a blood sugar problem years before it shows up with certain testing. Now, you may notice some slight fatigue, stiffness, inflammation, but you might consider that normal when in fact it's one of the symptoms of one of these right here. So let's just take diabetes, for example. Before you become even a pre-diabetic, um, you, you have insulin resistance. And there's a great test. It's called HOMA. Dash IR. This is rarely ever done by your doctor, but it'd be very, very important if diabetes runs in your family because this will pick up insulin resistance and they're going to measure your insulin levels okay, while you're fasting. That's one of the things that they measure, which comes way before you become even a pre-diabetic or a diabetic where you have abnormal blood sugars. So this would be a test that's rarely done that would pick up the beginning part of diabetes, basically you can call it subclinical diabetes. Now, when we get into hypothyroidism, I believe doing a hair analysis from a credible lab would give you some very important information about the selenium status, zinc status, and iodine status of the entire body, which may not show up in your blood uh, because when you're low on selenium and zinc and iodine, it can turn into a hypothyroid condition. Also, high levels of estrogen. Let's say you have heavy periods or you're taking birth control pills, things like that. That could lead to a hypothyroid condition. Or if you have liver problems, you had your gallbladder removed, you're low in bile, that could eventually lead into a hypothyroid condition because it's important to understand the evolution of these body conditions. What causes these conditions? And that's the best way to do it is to avoid those things that can potentially cause these problems. This right here is the chronic consumption of carbohydrates, eating too frequently. This could be a mineral deficiency, or it could be stress, or it could be too much exposure to fluoride, for example. Now, when you check the blood for certain minerals, uh, especially potassium and magnesium, uh, rarely will it show up being a problem in the blood because 98 or 99% of those two minerals are inside the cell. So you have to understand that and know what test to do because a blood test might not be the best thing. In that case, maybe you wanna do an intracellular mineral test. I'll put a link down below of a good company that I've used in the past. And this will pick up mineral deficiencies which could then lead into heart arrhythmia problems down the road. A CAC scan test, coronary artery calcification test, where you're measuring 
calcium inside the artery is a very good test to predict heart attacks down the road. Not that expensive, pretty quick. You want a score of a zero. Another good test to look at the deeper areas of your lipids, like cholesterol, HDL, uh, LDL, would be the advanced lipid testing, which would give you a much better picture of what's going on um, inside the arteries. Because this is going to measure the type of LDL that would not create artery damage and the type of LDL that would create damage in the inside of the arteries. Now, with adrenal disease, a lot of times adrenal problems do not show up until the majority of the gland is destroyed, especially with a condition called Addison's, which is an autoimmune condition. So one test to pick this up would be an antibody test to the adrenal glands. So you may have the symptoms of adrenal issues, but when you do a blood test, like nothing shows up with your hormones. And this is very, very common with any hormone problems. Uh, I believe they all start out subclinically and then they eventually turn into a clinical problem. And so you really have to be aware of the mechanism, because if you don't know that and you put all your focus on this blood test, yet you ignore these other symptoms that could be related and really don't understand the subclinical part of it, then you could really miss a problem because you're not handling a problem before it becomes a bigger problem. Kidney disease is a common subclinical issue. One indicator is creatine on a blood test. Your kidney has to be pretty severely damaged before that shows up. So you may have normal indicators on a blood test, yet have this start of a kidney disease. A huge percentage of kidney disease starts with insulin resistance and blood sugar problems. So again, if you understand the mechanism and the evolution of what causes what, you can even avoid these issues right here instead of waiting to become diagnosed. Liver disease. Your liver is very robust and 90% of the liver could be literally damaged, yet you have no symptoms at all. A really good indicator for a fatty liver would be a gut. So a lot of times people look at, you know, having a large gut, uh, oh, that's a normal thing, everyone has it, it's not a problem, and not realizing that the liver is so fatty that the fat now is spilling over in other organs, around the organs, it's in your midsection, and they're not connecting the dots between a fatty liver and gut fat. So you may not have other symptoms, but you may have a gut, and that means you have a fatty liver. When I was in practice, I sent five of my patients to the radiologist for ultrasounds uh, of their liver. And five out of five of these men that I sent over for this evaluation had significant amounts of fat in their liver. So let's learn from the mistakes of others and avoid these problems over here by getting on a healthy keto and an intermittent fasting program. If you're new to my channel, I put a link down below of exactly what you should be doing.